cheiro de rosa. Oninhaca, só que boninhaca, oninhaca, Jesus e ama, ore, ore, regreta louvre nasce, tela credile vre hatest, Rene malavra itobre kito fronaze vretana makesta ha zela pata krale baloza ha file grani mambo ofarek zafrush eker frakin mombra fatale ke anish kratale father lord we thank you lile vrane kasha andes Give you all the praise and glorify your name, O oh God, for you are worthy of my praise, O oh God. Thank you for your word that has come into my spirit, O oh God. Thank you for the gift of your word, for the gift of words, O oh God. Thank you for inspiration. As so, Father, my God, as I speak. You speak through me, O oh God. My mouth is an instrument to proclaim your word, to proclaim what is in your mind, my Father, at this hour. It's an honor. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, O oh God. Thank you, for in Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hello, everyone. It is so good <laughs> to be back here. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize. I know throughout July, I didn't put out anything. That was so wrong of me, right? You know, so I, I juggle so many things. Okay, I, I said I'm not going to be giving excuses, so please. <laughs> Let me not even bore you. But yeah, I'm here now, right? Good. So we're going to get into the word. I was, um, I was meditating on something today you know the event of the past months in my own personal life really and then as i was just you know thinking on these things then the holy spirit began to speak to me and i said that oh i have to put this and i just it's not like i even said i just i just had this urge that i had to put this up in the podcast right the thing is, you know, whenever God gives you a word, it could be a word, it could be a promise, it could be an instruction. Most times his word or his promise to you doubles as an instruction, right? Embedded in it is an instruction. I have noticed that there is a pattern there is a pattern, especially when you're close to the fulfilling of your promise or close to fulfilling that instruction. There is an old, age-old tactic that the enemy has used to 
derail many from receiving their promise or has even used to delay the promises of many from coming to pass. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So, the title of this podcast, or this podcast rather, is Who's Who Are You Listening To? Right? I haven't decided. By the time I post it, any <laughs> any title you see there, take it like that. What's that? Who are you listening to, or whose words would you believe? I think that's better. So when God has given you a word, He has given you a promise. He has given you an instruction to carry out. When you are close, the enemy has been doing this thing how do i know he has been doing it because there are examples of this in the bible that the holy spirit brought to my remembrance as he began to tell me these things and i went back to my bible to read and to read them and i was like oh wow you know god has given you a word he's giving you a promise and instruction you've been waiting you've been working on it you've been working on carrying out that instruction and you're almost at the end or you're on your way the devil will just bring someone that you know, someone very close to you, someone, oftentimes someone you respect, you know, that you can't really turn down or you can't say no to someone you hold in very high regard. And the devil will use that person, the enemy will use that person to try to get you to live what you clearly heard God tell you to do. You know, we read a lot of scriptures on this podcast. So, first, first example is from the book of Genesis. I think it's Genesis 16. That's where that story is. Where um, Sarah told Abraham to take her servant, Hagar, and get her pregnant. Now, remember in previous chapters, Abraham in his conversation with God had told God that it seems that Eliezer of Damascus, his head steward, that Eliezer is going to be my heir. And God specifically told him, no, Eliezer will not be your heir. You would have your own son. And even gave him so many promises that your seed shall be as, you know, like the sands on the seashore, things like that. And he specifically told him, you would have your own son. Now, I was thinking about it and I was like, if God wanted Abraham to marry another wife so that he can have a son, that would have been the best time to tell him. But God didn't tell him that. God knew that the only wife he had was Sarah. And so God told him, you will have your own son. Meaning that, of course, naturally, if God did not mention the wife, that means the, the son was supposed to come from Sarah, right? I mean, that's the natural conclusion. But then, so you see how, how, how um, subtle... I keep saying this thing. Our adversary, the devil, is a master of deception. He is extremely subtle. And if the Holy Spirit has not helped you, you will not even know what he's doing. That's why you that you have to know. You have to know his strategies. That's why the Bible says that we are not ignorant of the stratagems of the enemy. He's extremely subtle. So if you are not aware, you will not even see him coming. You will not even see his hand until it is too, too late. So today, I read that story of Abraham in another light. And I was like, truly, 
remember was the spirit that you know give me this inspiration like was like he was telling me this because he was talking to me about something that related to this and he was like see abraham the last person abraham would have suspected that the enemy would speak through was his wife sarah because he loved her so much trusted her so much imagine for how many years no child he never thought about taking another wife because he loved his wife imagine he was he had even resigned himself that uh, a foreigner would you know inherit everything he never even thought of okay let me even go and try outside didn't even cross his mind so now his wife see how the devil works his wife who he loves so much is not the one that told him and eh, since god has refused to open my womb take my maid and go and sleep with her so that she can give you a son abraham even though abraham heard from god but remember he loved sarah so much he must have been doing it so that she would be happy i'm sure what he would have asked her was will that make you happy is that what you want you know now men that love their wives if you've ever seen a man that loved their wife you know how they do anything she says she wants so long as it's not to kill somebody he will tell her will this thing make you happy <laughs> if she says yes he will do it so that was the scenario here and the devil planted that idea in sarah's head knowing that abraham would hardly ever be able to tell sarah no and it worked it worked he slept with hagar and hagar gave him a son that is not of the promise ishmael you see even though i believe that at, at that time the you know the promise must have been closed because we didn't know how long it was going to take but they ended up waiting 25 years for isaac i just feel i don't know for sure there's no uh, there's no mention of that in the bible but what if this one act of disobedience elongated their promise and that's what the devil seeks to do because whenever you you move ahead from from ahead of god ahead of the promise he has given you is like you change the timing of everything he wants to do in your life praise the lord so you that that's I, I was like wow this is so true the last person the person abraham trusted and loved so much the devil spoke through her sleep with my maid and he fell for it despite god had given him a clear promise that you will have a son and if you check the Bible, after he did that thing with Hagar, God did not speak to him again until after a certain period that God came back to him and said, walk before me and be perfect. I believe that that act of disobedience severed something in his relationship with God that took time to repair. Do you see what the devil seeks to do? So his, the devil's damage is not even one dimension, it's multidimensional praise the lord so whose word would you believe the word that god has given you concerning your life or the word that somebody else is saying my point is that whenever god gives you a word oftentimes the devil will use those closest to you those you trust those you love to try to make you to abandon and do you know what do you know another tricky thing about this they always you know 
come from the angle of wanting to help you. All Sarah wanted, not even for herself, but for her husband. But she also loved her husband. All Sarah wanted was for her husband to have his own son that would inherit him, that would carry on his name. That was all she wanted. And see, you know, the angle she went to. I don't know if she knew that God gave Abraham a a promise. There was no mention in the Bible of Abraham telling her that see what God told me. me. I don't know if she knew. But she was just trying to help. And that is even until today, that is how they always come. They want to help you. They don't mean any wrong. But if you check well, what they are telling you to do is against an instruction that God has given you. It's against, it goes contrary to the promise or the instruction that God has given you. That is how you will know that it is not of God. It is not God speaking because God is not a, an author of confusion. Praise the Lord. So we must be careful. You must be extra discerning. Whose word would you believe? If you have heard God, if you heard God, and you are certain that you heard God clearly, then you must wait on Him. The Bible says that he speaks a word and he watches over his word to see that it comes to pass. He might not come on time, but he's never late. That I can assure you. So yes, there are going to be people very close to you, people you love, people you respect, who will will give you ideas that make sense. I mean, think about it. This idea that Sarah gave Abraham. It made sense. It was a logical solution, right? Since God has blocked my own womb, we are now trying this, my mid. Let it not be like we just sat here folding our hands. You know, if it's in our day today, they will tell you that, eh, no, heaven helps those who help themselves. <laughs> my people, Igbo people, if you know Igbo, I'm so sorry, but Igbo people say, Madi ya na bambo, madi ya na emeleahu. Mean that you know you have to be working hard, you have to be you know shaking your body, do something. All those things are good, but not when God has given you a word, a specific, clear instruction. God clearly told Abraham, "I will give you a son. You will have a son." He, this is you will have a son. I don't think I've said it. Calm down. See what and I I keep I, I keep saying it whenever I discuss with friends that the 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 effect of Ishmael's coming is far reaching and we are still feeling it till today. You know that the way God is strategic and thinks in generations, the devil also does that too. See from Ishmael that was not the son of the promise. He, he was an usurper, but see, he was Abraham's first seed, first son. See all that has been coming out from Ishmael's loins. Today we have Islam, we have so many things that can be traced down to him and his descendants. You see, the same way we can trace our Christianity and our faith and I believe down to our father Abraham, see what can be traced down to Ishmael. Are you getting where I'm going? So by their seeds, by their fruits rather, you will know them. By the fruits, you will know what is of God and what is of the devil. 
Praise the Lord. So, whose word would you believe? What is that instruction that God has given you? That everyone around you, those that you love and you respect, you know they are trying to help you. But all the, all the you know, advice they are giving you or the solution, it goes against what God has told you. It's not like God that I even said is really bad, but it just goes against what you know that God has told you. Maybe God has told you, do this, stay here. God has not told you anything different. As long as God has not released you from that, the only thing that releases you from a previous instruction from God is a new instruction. So, so long as a new instruction has not come, remain where you were. The last time he clearly gave you an instruction, stay there until you get new matching orders. Because you are a soldier in an army, you know, you will not just be walking around anyhow or do whatsoever you please. Mature sons don't behave like that. You move by instruction. Praise the Lord. Another example is a very striking story in the Bible. It's a story of, you know, the, imagine the guy's name was not even written. He just called him the young prophet. It's a story between of a young prophet and an old prophet. And you can find it in First Kings 13. At least First Kings from, you know, the beginning of that text until like, at least 25 like 1 to 25 covers the story you know same thing god gave that young prophet a word go here he was going there he had obeyed he was going on his way he met an old prophet that said an angel told me an angel told him that's how we must show wisdom. Somebody, you see, he res- out of respect for that old prophet, he disobeyed God. Meanwhile, God gave him straight instructions. Go here. Don't turn back. Don't stop anywhere to eat. Go where I told you. And then he met an older prophet that he had out of respect. The older prophet now deceived him, lied to him and said, an angel told me that you should stop here. He did not because he was younger, maybe out of trust. You see another thing with trust, out of trust that ah, this old prophet will not lie to me now. But you don't know. This old prophet cannot see me. You don't know when the devil is using somebody. Sometimes people don't even know when the devil is, is using them, is speaking through them. This old prophet can't lie to me now, okay. He went there, imagine. When they were now eating, read the story, first Kings 13. When they were now eating, it was that same prophet, old prophet that deceived him that prophesied his doom. As he saddled his horse to continue his journey, a lion devoured him. The lion did not only devour him, the lion devoured him and stood by his body. I said, that, I mean, that was a huge sign. Stood by his body, passers by were seeing it. And it was a strange sight because lions don't do that stood by his body watching over the body did not eat him just killed him stood by his body people were passing and they saw it they went back to the town of the old prophet so imagine the person that deceived him did not die but he died because of disobedience but then he was deceived you could have said ah god is not fair now it's not his fault but you see you were the one that was given an instruction same thing in the in the in what happened between Sarah and Abraham. Sarah was not given a promise. God did not tell Sarah anything. It was Abraham that was given a promise. Abraham was in a better place to know that no, this is not what God told me. 
you that's what god wants to do let him tell me whose words would you believe whose words would you stand by when even those those you love those you have so much respect and high regard for are coming to tell you this is what god is telling me about you this is what god says you should do and it is contrary to the last thing god told you i'm not saying you should lose respect for them but the wise thing to do to avoid the story of the young prophet or to avoid disobeying like abraham would be to go back and inquire from god god are you saying if he's the one saying it he'll confirm it to you if he does not say anything that means as you were keep doing what you were doing that's it so i just strongly felt you know to put this out there i hope this sounds like a, you know a warning a caution to somebody who will listen to this whose words would you listen to your mother and your father they might love you your siblings that's your best friend it might even be your pastor they love you they want to see you succeed but be sure that it is god's word you're following be sure that god is your guide be sure that you're following god's instruction especially if you hear god for yourself that's why it's important for everyone to hear god for themselves because if God can speak to that person, God can also confirm it to you. Especially if God has given you a promise or a word or an instruction in previous times and he has not said anything new to you, somebody will not come from nowhere, you know, and start trying to tell you God is saying something different. God does not work like that. Amen? To avoid confusion, you have to confirm. You have to confirm. So if you say that it is the word of God that you're going to follow, I just want to let you know that there will be opposition. The enemy will do everything to get you to derail because he knows that if he can get you to leave your place of instruction, if he can get you to leave that place that God has told you to steal, to stop doing that thing that God has told you to do, that you will become vulnerable. Your protection is in your obedience. I'll say that again. For you, the child of God, your protection is in your obedience. Your preservation is in staying where God asks you, doing what he has told you to do. Don't be deceived like the young prophet. Yes, they might love you. The ideas and the suggestions they may they might be giving you may be wonderful but be careful who you listen to be careful whose words you follow whose words would you follow would you rather follow your spiritual father's word that is contrary i'm not saying that you should not listen to your spiritual father but it must not be contrary to what god is telling you let god be god and every other man a liar if God is the one speaking through your spiritual father, in time he will confirm it to you. Don't move until he confirms it to you. Let the story of the young prophet be a caution. Imagine, I just when I read that, I was like, the old prophet, nothing happened to him. He died. He did not die. Nothing happened to him. He was old though. He won't lie. An angel told me. No angel told him anything. 
But see, the young prophet died because he placed his trust in the wrong person. He listened to the wrong person and it cost him his life and his ministry. Most importantly, this kind of thing, I believe it has cost many people their ministry. God will tell you something like maybe go to Sokoto. We know how Sokoto is now. There's bombing, there's this. And nobody will tell you, live there, live there. But God has not told you to leave Sokoto. As you've been in that Sokoto, he has protected you, he has protected your family, he has provided for you, he has not told you to leave. But everybody will be telling you, leave, leave, leave. If you've not heard from God, hmm, whose words would you rather believe? Whose words would you listen to? Who are you listening to? That's my message for today. I hope this has blessed you. It has definitely blessed me. Because, you know, when the Holy Spirit was downloading this to me, I was just shouting, wow, 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 <laughs> like a siren. <laughs> like, wow. Because it, it was, to me, it was really profound. Like, really, all these people, they really mean well. You know, the devil uses those closest to you. They mean well. You have no reason to doubt them, to suspect them. You know they love you. They've been there for you before in times past. But in this situation, when they're not trying to tell you to do something that's contrary to what God has said, no, no. Not that they're. It might not even be that they're t- trying to tell you to do anything illegal. It's just that it's not in tandem with what God is telling you at present. That's all. And that if you listen to them, you're going to disobey God. My dear, better obey God though. It's better. Praise the Lord. So that's the word I have for today. I hope it blesses you. I hope it sounds as the right note of caution. You know, to you who might be under pressure. From your loved ones to, you know, follow a path. That you know in your in your spirit, you know within you that this is not God's path for your life. But you know, there's a lot of pressure, and you know, they're telling you that it's because they love you. Yes, they love you, yes, they mean well. But your life belongs to God. If God has not told you to do it, that means it's not his will for you, and you doing it might take you on to another path different from what God has planned for you. So I leave you with this question. Whose words are you going to follow? Whose words will you listen to in this time of pressure? My prayer for you is that God will grant you the grace. God will grant you the wisdom. God will grant you the strength to withstand every pressure. To go in a contrary way from what he has told you. That he will give you the wisdom to be able to navigate this, you know, tough season, this tough place, this tough situation. And that you may remain in God's will for your life, unshaken, unmoved, regardless of the corners that the pressures are coming from. You will stand resolute and say, I will listen to God's word concerning me. I will follow what God has said let me look stupid let me look foolish let it be that I am not serious with my life but I am sure that I heard God and until I hear differently 
I am going to keep doing what God has told me to do. That's my prayer for you. And by God's grace, it shall be so with you in the name of Jesus. Thank you so very much for listening to this point. God bless you. I know this word has blessed you. Shared to whomever you believe it would help. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening till now. Until next time. <laughs> yes. I'm, let me not even make promises. But yes, I'm going to be more consistent. I promise. Yes, I promise. Until next time. Remain blessed. Remain fulfilled. God be with you. God keep you. Bye-bye.